everybody, welcome to the Five Fossil Podcast, where we talk about being an entrepreneur and multiple ways to make money for your family. I'm your host, Priest Gordon. I'm a full-time day trader and real estate investor. I started a company called Linwood Holes, where I buy properties in also Texas and also Oklahoma as well. Now, this is the new year, and I'm sitting back and working on a new series for you guys. Um, last week, we started a series talking about making money using OPM or other people's money. And we started off talking about a funded trader accounts. Well, today we're going to talk about hard money lenders. And this is going to be for our real estate investments. Now, you have so many different types. You have hard money lenders, you have banks, you also have private lenders. But today we're going to focus on hard money lenders, who they are and how they operate and how that pertains to you and, and kind of making your real estate investments. Now, first off, hard money lenders are when you search online for like buying real estate or things of this nature or, or hard money loans, you'll come up with a bunch of standard websites of companies. And they say, yeah, we can fund your real estate deal, blah, blah, blah. Most of the time, these are backed by a group of investors or a real estate fund. And what they do is they pull all their money together. They may have a hundred million, 10 million, how much money they have. And then they have an interface. So then you will apply. And depending on your deal and experience, things of this nature, they'll give you the funds you need to buy your deal and also rehab it as well. And certain time parameters go along with that. Um, the difference is that a private lender is somebody you just directly, somebody you know, somebody from church or a business associate, somebody that you met, a regular person, Joe Blow, and that's who you operate with. A hard money lender is an actual private entity. You know what I mean? But they're different from a bank. Banks are regulated, have so many things going on with them. Uh, hard money lenders are just individual companies who lend out money, but they have standardized processes that they follow and they service many, many clients compared to a private lender may just work with you and somebody else because they don't have that much money compared to a hard money lender, like I said, backed by a fund. So let's dig into some of the things that make hard money lenders different and how you can qualify to kind of work with them as well. And the first off is, um, like I said, it's usually um, not based on your personal credit. They may pull your credit to see how you stand to get a kind of idea how you operate. But mainly they want to see, like the one I use here in Denver, they uh, they pulled my credit. They also wanted me to have like 10K in cash for reserves just in case something crazy happened. And they also wanted to know how much experience I had. Now, that I had already started off doing mobile homes. They counted that as experience as well, kind of going from there. But so many of them, it just depends. Some of them may not, may not care about your credit. They may not want you to have a, or care about you having reserves kind of going from there, but some do. So each company is different and their rules are usually based on the comfort level of their investors behind the, the wall that you see kind of going from there. So you, so many times it's not always based on your credit. It's usually going to be based on a mixture of some of your credit worthiness, but also how much money you have or also your, your experience. If you got a lot of experience, they usually kind of get past everything going from there. Now the true approval is based on the deal itself. And that's usually how it goes. Most of these hard money companies are looking for the deal and how the deal is set up. Is it going to make money? And are they going to make their money? You're going to make your money as well. And do you have the experience to, to kind of see it through the finish line? So let's talk about some numbers. Normally, let's say if the ARV of a house, so, so the after repair value, when it's all fixed up, let's say it's $100,000 for a score number uh, purposes. If you can purchase that house and the repairs for a price under $70,000, more times than not, you're going to get approved for that, money, that loan with the hard money lender. What that means is that let's say if the purchase price is forty-five, and then you have twenty-five k worth of repairs, that means your purchase price and your repairs is seventy thousand dollars. Once you fix all that, fix the house all the way up, the comps in the neighborhood saying the house is going to be worth a hundred to one hundred and ten. 
What that means is that you have a, they're going to have 30% equity built in for some reason. If you can't close and finish that deal, they can take the house from you and still have enough equity to make their money back on that particular deal. Kind of going from there. So that's like the operate. So they'll sit back. So long as you can find a deal that has those kind of parameters and uh, you kind of got everything spelled out that way, at the same time, you don't have a bunch of unknowns. You kind of know what your, um, your costs are going to be and kind of can work them through and show them that, they really be kind of approving that kind of going from there as well. Also, they want to uh, kind of care about which market is it in. Now, like I say, if you're in Denver or a big city, it'd be really easy to find hard money lenders. If you're in a smaller market, sometimes you may want to find a lender that's in that particular market because in other markets, they don't want to invest in them. Perfect example, my Denver hard money lender will not invest in my Texas properties. Even though they see it's a good deal, they're not familiar with that market because it's smaller. So they really don't want to touch it. You know what I mean, now I feel once I stack up enough deals that it may kind of persuade them, but so many times I really don't need them because I have a private money lender and kind of go from there. But so many times if you can't get a lender for the, the area that you're at, try to find one that's there. And that's when sometimes you have to go the private money route. But always check the hard money situation first and see how it's going, because usually they can close and give you the money much faster if you meet all their parameters kind of going from there on that. So the recoup is usually not about your personal credit. It's usually about the deal and your experience. And if you can meet that 70%, now sometimes, let's say we had a recession going on and things are kind of slowing down a bit, some companies may drop that number down to like 60% or 65%. Now, if your deal is already that low, you're really going to get kind of shooed in and get the money you need. But some companies are dropping the numbers and kind of get more conservative just to kind of be on the safe side going from there. But you can get a deal that's usually under 70% ARV with the purchase price and repairs. Nine times out of 10, you're going to get the money you need to close that deal. Okay. Next thing you're going to look at is, let's say you're going to talk about the terms of the, of these, uh, of the loan. So, so many times you can have, it's so many different loans that offer. Perfect example. Let's say if you're a wholesaler and let's say if you, um, perfect example. So uh, you want you like a transaction lender. And what that means is let's say you got a wholesale deal. You got the seller under contract for 10 K, right? But you're going to wholesale the deal for like 25 K. You found somebody's going to pay you 20. You, you found um, a landlord who wants another home in the area. He's going to pay you 25 K for the house because he can make it worth 150 or whatever he's going to do from there. But if your seller sees that document that you're selling it for 25 and they're only getting 10, they may be salty about that. You see what I'm saying? So the way you can do it is you can do a double close, but in order to do this, you got to have the funds to close on this 10 K. And that's where these transaction lenders come in at with the hard money lender. They can give you a transaction loan to where say, you know what? We can lend you this money for one day of 48 hours. So they'll give you the 10 K you need to buy the house from the seller. And then you turn right back around and now you close with the seller. You go into the other room and then you can close, you can sell the house to your, um, your, your end user, your, your, um, your landlord that's so paying 25 for it. And now the seller never encountered the other half of that deal, never knows how much money you made on that. Some people don't care about that, but some do. So this kind of situation helps you where you have a lender who says, you know what, we'll give you the money you need to close this deal for 48 hours to allow you to buy from the seller as long as you have your, um, your end buyer already lined up. And that was how I found my hard money lender because that's what I was looking for. So they said as long as I had the, uh, my end buyer under contract, then they would do the deal kind of going from there. And that's usually how it works. That makes it really simple then because, you, yeah, you may pay 
um, some percentage points and things of that nature, but it keeps the deal going compared to if, if your seller sees that you're making double what you just sold, what you bought the house from them from, they may not close on that deal. They may walk away from it. It happens so many times. So that's one option. Look at it. if you're a wholesaler and you're trying to close your deals and you're making big spreads and you're just worried about your sellers cl- uh, hating on the deal. You can always use these hard money lenders as a transaction lender and just get it done and kind of going from there. It works every single time getting it lined up. Also, they have um, bridge loans and things of this nature. Well, let's say if you need some money to carry over to, you can get your refinancing done. They can do that as well. Or let's say you, I mean, it's just so many different things they can do. You know what I mean? But normally when you're looking at percentage points, it can go anywhere from like the, the 7% up to the 15%. It just depends on, like you're saying, what particular type of loan they're giving you, how long you need it for. Because so many times you can look at you, these loans can be for three months or transaction one is two days or a week sometimes. But you can go all the way up to a year. It just depends on the company, the actual um, service that they're offering you, the type of loan you're doing, and the terms you guys have. And let's say once you do five deals, then the terms may change. It just really depends on what you need and kind of going from there. And that's why Harmony Lenders are fun because so many of them have different terms. So you don't have to work with just one. You can have four or five lined up and some private lenders as well and just use who you need to use to get your deals done and kind of going from there. So it's really kind of cool when you look at that on the same side as well. So like I said, you sit back and you're looking at terms usually from anywhere from two days up to a full year, sometimes longer, because some hard money lenders actually are for long-term financing as well. So it just depends. But I usually recommend that, once you get the deal done, you can go to a credit union and kind of get the best rate you possibly can for your long-term financing for your property. Because so many times a hard money lender may end up doing your deal or selling it to someone else as well. So, so many times you want to sit back, maybe get your local credit union that can really long-term finance your deal once you're going through your seasoning and everything else and kind of get that going from there. And like I said before, based on the product you use, your interest rate may change. And also going on with the current um, economical climate as well, too, just to make change based on that, too. And then a really cool part you want to look at is my particular hardwood lender here in town, they do consulting. So they actually every single deal they do, they fund, they send um, a guy out that I actually had him on, on my podcast as well before as well, but they'll send him out on site and he will analyze the deal right next to you and, and verify your number and say, okay, well, the construction terms look pretty good. I think your rehab is going to cost this much or maybe a little bit more. So they give you hands-on insight. It doesn't matter where it is. Wherever they fund, he will fly there and go there as well. It's a really cool thing. Everybody doesn't do that, but I found that because they do, it really makes you sure of your deal and gives them the confidence with your deal as well. that All the numbers are going to check out and that you possibly will be able to close the deal and sell it or flip it wherever you need to do the way that you're saying you're doing. So I think they do to protect themselves to make sure that they go out there and check and say, okay, you know what? The comps look like this. The property actually will sell for this much. Our investment is safe, and he's going to make money as well too because they're really big on that because they always said that if I don't make money, then I'm not going to keep doing business with them because I'm going to be out of business. And their goal is for everybody to make money. So they, they go through this education process to really help you get the deal done right, and they also help you negotiate terms. You're trying to figure out what's going on with that, and they, I mean, they have so many resources as well. So find you a good hard money lender. They can get those things done for you as well. So I think that's a really cool part of, of real estate is that in the beginning, they always taught us that you had to have all the money to buy the properties yourself. And that's simply not true. I mean, nine times out of ten, most real estate investors never use their own money because it takes too long to do that. If you if you have a million dollars of your own cash and you're buying 200 k properties, you're only buying five at a time. 
And then you got to wait another what, six months to a year, two years to do that again. Whereas usually hard money lenders and private lenders, you can just keep going and going as long as they have money. And then they run out, you can use somebody else until you can refinance and get back out and kind of going from there. So hard money lenders are really cool. And it gives you an opportunity, like I said, to build your wealth and make some money using someone else's money. The key with OPM is having the skill set to make the money. That goes the same with your trading and with real estate. You have to actually have the skill set to understand your craft. You got to know how to make your trades. You have to know how to analyze properties, get the deals, rehab them. I mean, put them on Section 8 or flip them, whatever you want to do. The key is you have to have the skill set to get the deal done. Once you have that, then use all these different resources to get that done and just putting one and one together to get to kind of going from there. So that's what you want to look at is that the main thing I can encourage you guys to sit back and learn the skill set of trading, learn the skill set of real estate investing. That way, once you know what you're doing, now your only need is financing. And then you find a good deal. You can use all these resources to get the deals done and get your trading funded and kind of going from there. And that's how you're going to be successful. And actually you'll be able to scale up pretty, pretty quick. Cause the more and more you do, like I said, you're stacking trading accounts and also with real estate, you're stacking deals and getting the more real estate deals you do, the more private lenders and, and people take notice of that. Say, like, okay, you know what? He's getting Bob over here, eight to 10% every time I want eight to 10% too. And I got a million too. So now you look up and so many times people end up, um, having more money than they can spend. And that's always a good problem to have. But we'll dig into that more. We're we'll talking about private money lenders. But this was going to be about hard money lenders, kind of showing you guys how to use these companies, kind of going from there. There are so many to use. I ain't going to throw out a recommendation. There are hundreds of them. You just got to get online and search. Maybe get on bigger pockets and search as well and see what people who people recommend. But depending on your area, you want to find one in your city pretty much that can get the deals done. That way you can kind of meet them in person too and kind of get a feel of how they are, how they operate, are they straight up people? Because the last thing you want to happen is you have 12-month terms and they call you six months later saying, hey, we need the money right now. And you may have something going on with that. So you want to make sure that the ones you're dealing with are straight up, they actually do close on their deals and kind of things going from there. You want to sit back and have a deal negotiated. You get to the closing table and a hard one learned didn't send the funds. You know what I mean? So you want to make sure everything is buttoned up and use reputable sources, check check the, who the investors are using, kind of going for them, make sure it's a good company that works for you and your investment style. But this is a 5 of podcast. If you guys really like this show, I want you to do three things for me. I want you to like it, follow it, and share it with your friends. Go Hustle.